Sairam, dear listeners. In today's episode of Trist with Divinity, we bring you a conversation with Miss Aruna Sairam, who is indisputably one of India's greatest living vocalists. Aruna Sairam was born in Mumbai, India. Her mother, Srimati Rajalakshmi Sithuraman, was a talented singer and Aruna's very first teacher. While her father, Sri Sithuraman, was an enlightened connoisseur of the arts who hobnobbed with India's greatest artists. It was there that an impressionable Aruna met the renowned singer T. Brinda, who coached her for the next 10 years. Soon, Ms Aruna Sairam was recognized as an important exponent of South India's Carnatic classical style music repertoire which is rooted in the ancient Vedic tradition still prevalent in South India's temples while interpreting the ragas that form the core of these works Aruna's majestic powerful alto resonates with prayerful worship and emotion During her long concert career, Ms Aruna Sairam has developed an individual style that while based first and foremost upon her chosen path, remains open to beneficial influences from other fields. Her collaboration at the Fez Festival of World Sacred Music in Morocco with Dominique Vallard, a French master of Gregorian chants, as well as with notable American and muslim musicians during the spirit of fez us national tour 2006 are two such high points aruna tours frequently in europe participating in major festivals recording music conducting workshops and appearing on television in 1999 she presented opening concerts of the season at the theater de la ville in paris for the opera house of lyon and for Radio France a live concert broadcast all over the country steeped in her own musical tradition aruna brings richness to all her collaborations for several years she has toured in germany with christian balmann and michael ryman who fuse european overtone music and a range of international instruments with aruna's vocal improvisations their cd aruna Thousand Names of the Divine Mother was recorded in the crypt of a Benedictine monastery. Back home in India, Aruna has performed all over the country, including at the Rashtrapati Bhavan in New Delhi. Every December, she gives several recitals during the celebrated Madras Music Festival. 
Aruna Sairam has received several major awards, including the title of Sangeet Choudamani in 2006. This is considered to be one of the most prestigious honors for a musician in India. Despite all her successes, one performance that means the world to Miss Aruna Sairam was the rendition she offered to Bhagwan Sri Satyasai Baba on July the 15th, 2011. On that historic Guru Purnima day at Prashanti Nilayam the Mahasamadhi of Bhagwan Baba was unveiled and the first artist to offer her music at the sacred spot was Miss Aruna Sairam Given the solemnity of the occasion Miss Aruna Sairam's powerful singing lifted the devotee spirits to transcend the form and experience the fullness of the all pervasive cosmic sigh uh miss aruna sairam uh, it's a pleasure to have you with us today yesterday which is 15th of july 2011 was a very special day for millions of sai devotees around the world because after uh, the passing on of bhagwan shri satya sai baba this was our day of closure of prayer because the mahasamadhi was unveiled on this day the sacred holy mahasamadhi of bhagwan shri satya sai baba and you were privileged to be the first performing artist to sing your heart out on this occasion what was the experience like it was uh, unbelievable i when i recollect i think i was in a complete dream like situation i was in a daze i didn't know what was happening i was seated right in front of his mahasamadhi and all i knew is i was pouring my heart out i was just uh, crying out to him i don't remember anything else well as a listener we felt you were in a divine elevated state of consciousness like in a trance because um, especially the bhajan that you sang shambho and yes. jago it was so powerful it was almost impossible to imagine that a petite person like yourself has such a big voice you created these ripples of divine energy in that hall where was it all coming from uh, do you normally sing with such gusto and power and purity that's what people say i i mean because once i start singing i really every time don't know what's happening to me um but people say that there is a lot of energy and a lot of ecstasy and i in a sense it's a relationship with my gurus that i i have and um, i must recount an incident if i may please do and um, several incidents have happened between me and mama baba my relationship with baba is has always been very distanced in the sense physical the distance number, yeah physical distance has been there but mentally and spiritually i always was very very close to him so ever since i had his darshan in at the age of 10 every time i had a question or a problem or an an anxiety or a pain i always called out to him and later i also learned to call out to him in moments of happiness to thank him for uh, everything uh, but um, uh, particularly there are many incidents in my personal life that also uh, where he has helped me but uh, in as far as music is concerned there were times when i was completely um, unrecognized un 
I, I mean, there was nobody, no takers for what I was doing. And I was living in Bombay. I was coming to Chennai. I was crying out for uh, some acceptance and it wasn't coming. And a whole hall of, let's say, about 1,200 seater would have just about 50 or 100 people uh, sitting. And all I wanted was the 100 to become at least 200 or 400. Wow. I didn't ask for more. Uh, but today, the, there are thousands and thousands of people coming to my concerts. But those days, I remember when I sat at every auditorium, all I would do is bring Baba and put him on the front seat. In fact, even as I traveled to the auditorium, I would tell him, you know, Baba, you have to go there. You have to clean the place for me. You have to clean it of all the whatever um, uh, difficulties that I may face. Please clean it up. Make it ready for me to come and sing. I would order him as though he was like, my you know somebody who would do things for me but I would tell him please go and do all that for me but when I come I want you seated there in a very very clean atmosphere and I'm going to sing for you so concert after concert I just sang for him and look at where it's taking you and see you. where he took me from where to where from, from anonymity to this to um, place where people say you're the heiress to the throne yeah, that has been vacated by MS Subalakshmi, the legendary yeah, MS yes. Subalakshmi. I guess he had a huge role to play in your he rise did. as a singer. He did. He did. And uh, yesterday's performance, uh, which was so special for so many, I think you were handpicked by him for that special moment. Absolutely. So your association, I understand, with Baba began when you were 10 years old in the city of Mumbai. Tell us about that. My mother was a very spiritual person and she would... And your first guru, your music guru? Yes, she was my guru too. So one day she said, we're going to go to... Uh, the place was called Dharma Prakash. It's called Dharma Prakash. Dharma Kshetra. Dharma Kshetra. So Dharma Kshetra. In Andheri. Yeah, in Andheri. So she said, we're going to go there. And I remember every minute of that visit, we were there sitting amongst the crowds, waiting for Baba to show his darshan. And then when he came, I always, I mean, I, my heart very much is in sync with uh, the Brazilian gentleman that spoke yesterday morning. Where he uh, said Mr. Guter. Yeah, even before he came, you know, the heart would flutter. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to me then. And it always happened to me. The, the few times that I did come and take darshan here, always I knew he was there. And even when he wasn't physically there, when, when I called out to him and he came, I could feel it that he was there. Helping me, and and despite the fact that um, you've not had any physical interaction with Baba, no. he's become such an essential part of your life yes. and a real living presence. Yes. How did you develop or cultivate that inner relationship with him? Because a lot of people wonder, you know, I've never had a chance to talk to him. Am I as close as the person who has had many interactions? But in yeah. your cl case, clearly, that's that's not. No, it was not at all. In fact, I used to come here. I didn't come very. I didn't come very often. Whenever I could, I came. It was very few times, but I would come among the crowds. I would sit in in whatever seat I got in the morning. I would stand in the queue, and uh, then Baba would give darshan, and that's it. But somehow, mentally, I never felt the need for a physical um, proximity to him. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel uh, he wasn't noticing me or anything because my relationship was completely internal. So, it, in fact, even to sing, you know, th there were nearly four occasions when I was asked by somebody to come and sing here when Baba was physically present. And I would call my accompanists and we would fix up everything, the date and everything. And then for some reason, the call would come and say, no, it's not happening this time. So it never happened till Baba was physically there. 
and it's it's so poignant that on the guru purnima yesterday when he's physically not there and i strongly believe that when the physical presence is not there the spiritual presence is even more potent yes. even more all pervading that he should have called me after all these times you know so to say testing me teasing me uh, for whatever he wanted to know about me and then yesterday he called me it was something so unusual so different and uh, was I mean, it hard to I, sing I, in front of the mahasamadhi uh, no it was very easy because i i i felt he was there so i just opened my heart out <laughs> because you remember i always had him sit, seated in my concerts i still have him always in my concerts right. in the front seat so so you began early it was you, you began very early your practice of um, experiencing him in his yes, formless apps exactly so that's why for You're me ahead physical, of the game yeah physically that he's not there it doesn't make frankly any difference to me uh my question next question to you is um How hard or easy is it to be a musician in today's world where there's so much of remakes and pop music and pop culture uh, are there enough takers for something that is so pure and rooted in a grammar that is thousands of years old and that's the brand you carry you don't popularize it and is strictly devotional so are there enough people around the world uh, obviously from your profile i know you have followers internationally uh, but is it hard is it a hard sell still yeah if it look if you look at it as a commodity that has to be reached out to people yes it's very hard but if you look at it as an all consuming passion that you were born to do and there's nothing else that you could have ever done mm-hmm. then there's no question there's no issue there because you you know that you were meant to do this mm-hmm. and and whether people take it or not as i said from 100 i only wanted 200 people i didn't ask for 5000 or 10000 people or yesterday 20000 in the kulvant hall so you don't ask for it but i think anything that's offered with uh, purity of heart as much as one can master nobody is i don't claim to be 100% pure i'm i'm a very ordinary human being but whatever i can master the amount of surrender amount of uh, uh, you know offering that i can do i think that message carries and even internationally for example i'm just going to be performing at the royal albert hall next week and now it's a huge place it's like a stadium yes uh, i am scared but yeah i have to believe that when i offer my music the hardcore carnatic that i am singing with all the conviction that i have it's not me you know there's one uh, listener who told me in paris actually once his name is jean paul obu he's not there anymore but he said you know when you sing it's not you that i hear i hear your ancestors wow that's a Because, beautiful compliment yeah. because you know it's they who yeah. passed it on to you and you were lucky to inherit that so don't think you're doing it somebody is singing through you so sing Well you know you you belong to that rarefied category if i may use the word of artist who have really aligned their uh, spirituality with their profession because what you do seems to be your worship you bring in that passion of worshiping like your life depended on it you sing with that intensity it's not a job it's a it's your prayer it's your everything it stems from a deeper uh, place within you uh, how did you get to that spot where your was it there in you from your childhood and um, what was the process like to reach where you are where you're so intensely involved with what you do and 
uh, uh, people have you know many different things music is one aspect of their personality there's some other for you bread butter worship everything is one right now how hard is this to get there i don't think it's hard it's just that when you are born into a certain kind of um, uh, parentage and when, because both my parents were the very very unusual kind of people i mean my mother would i mean if she saw something beautiful you know if she just saw um, for example that peacock feather and she saw she would shed tears i mean that's the kind of uh, oneness she had oneness, yeah. with nature and with what you call as god you know so anything could move her so she believed that life was you know meant to be um, experienced and the beauty to be felt every minute so when you are born to such a parent or and my father was equally very passionate about music so they they i think inculcate that sense of worship in you when you sing it's not singing it's worship so you've had a number of gurus as well i've had tell us about the journey of uh, learning under so many well known learned uh, doyans of indian music yeah my first guru was my mother who taught me the rudiments at the age of 10 um, great musician called shrimati t brinda she literally walked into our house and stayed with us for 4 months a year for the several following many years uh, and i had i had a guru sishya relationship with her uh, one on one at home and this was again very unusual so living sleeping breathing with her and singing with her was a great great experience then there was as mani a disciple of tiger vardacharya there was ks narayan swami a great veena player there was tr subramanyam and then also balamurli krishna ji has taught me some very very small things but i he is also one of my mentors so i've been very lucky indeed and uh, what is your message for the listeners of radio sai we have a lot we have a huge following for all the concerts that happen in puttaparthi and i'm sure this one will have many hits on our website because i assure you given the momentous occasion on which you sang and the energy that you brought and the love and the passion there wasn't a single dry eye in that audience where i was sitting what is your message to our listeners the message is with uh, with all of us being bonded by baba and he has lived and showed us that if you believe in something if your heart goes out for something then you just have to do it you have to listen to, live through your heart you need your head of course but uh, your heart should really guide you as you live because that can really keep you in the right place keep everybody around you in the right place so listen to your heart yeah. and heart is the seat of god yes we can't go wrong yes Thank you very much for sharing your precious time and sharing your thoughts with us. I'm so so blessed, so privileged to be here. My heart is full. I'm completely overwhelmed at this point. On behalf of all our listeners at Radio Sai, I just want to thank you and Sai Ram. Sai Ram. Sairam dear listeners we hope you enjoyed this conversation with the queen of melody mrs aruna sairam it came to you as a part of trist with divinity series do send us your feedback our email id is listener@radiosai.org thank you for joining us and sairam from prashanti nilayam namamani sao bhagya lakshmi varamma namma